At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The biggest games of the football season are coming, and Bet Rivers is introducing new parlay features just in time for the playoff push. For your next bet, try a new multi-game parlay and combine bets across games to make your perfect combo. Combine player props, game bets, and even different same-game parlays into one multi-game parlay. Make your parlay today at Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to BetRivers.com to place your bet. This is the DC City Cast with Frank Hanrahan, presented by Bet Rivers. It is the DC City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan from VSIN. Hope you had a good weekend. It is a uh, Monday edition, Martin Luther King Jr. National Holiday. As uh, there's still plenty of uh, games to be discussed, we've got the NFL later on tonight. And uh, we've got some. NBA action as well, but I wanted to get into obviously the super wild card weekend. How did you do? I did okay. Not the best. But as I have said before on this program, the best thing to do is probably fade me at this point. Uh, two and three documented. I uh, sort of bookended the weekend. I had Cincinnati and the Kansas City Chiefs right. Everything else was wrong. <laughs> Took Philadelphia. Eh. I took uh, the Patriots, eh. and I took the, uh, who was the game on Sunday, the late game? Oh, the Dallas Cowboys. Eh. So we will get into tonight's game in just a bit, straight ahead on the DC CityCast presented by Bed Rivers, but I do want to just really dive in to that Dallas game. Because the ending is the big discussion around the water coolers, if there was work today, which there's not. So there's no discussion around the water cooler. But here's what I have to say about the ending of that game. Dallas didn't deserve to win. I know this. Dallas was bad. I know this. San Francisco was the better team. I know this. But the way it ended is another stain on the way the NFL runs their games. And let me explain. They are so hell-bent on getting things right with replay. And the remember at the end, they had the spot of the uh, Dabo's uh, knee was down, so they had to get it absolutely correct. And it gave Dallas one more shot. Again, I will preface this by saying the Cowboys had no right to be in that spot to have a shot to win the game because they were outplayed. They were awful. Dak Prescott wasn't great. Their coaching staff was awful. And that call to run a quarterback draw to put them in a spot to have one more chance was bad. 
but they should have had one more chance from the 22. And I know that we're going to say it was a no, no, I'm not going to say it was a ref's fault, but I'm just saying that for a league that is trying to get everything so microscopically correct and then to have your official who was like 40 yards down the field sprinting to get the spot and then he touches the ball and drags it and Prescott didn't know the rule and yada yada. It took a good two or three seconds off that really should not have been taken off. Dallas should have had one more shot. They should have. And I don't know how to correct this. Or maybe I do. Maybe they need to get bigger, faster, stronger officials to do these games. And that dude was the same guy. He had a he had an issue earlier in the game. I forget what it was. But he had two gaffes where he was just, he, he looked like the Keystone Cops or Keystone Cop. And it wouldn't have made a difference because Dallas was favored by three and a half at Bent River Sportsbook. I'm just saying from a fan's perspective, as somebody just watching the game, to have the official being inept in an important spot is sort of laughable. And I know, again, I understand the dynamic that was happening in this position. You had everybody running around, not knowing what to do. This official just... He, he didn't look like he knew what he was doing. He put the ball down one here, and then he moved it again a half a yard, and that pretty much was the one second that cost Dallas. One more shot. Now, who knows what's going to happen from there on out. But it's, again, an indictment of the rules, an indictment of the league. Who wants to get everything exactly right? Well, that official didn't get it right. He cost them at least one play. That's all I'm saying. Didn't cost them the game. Didn't cost him just that one play, that one shot. That's all I got on that. But I had to vent that. Because watching it, I'm going, what is he doing? What what is he doing? And they had these uh, internet slews who showed where he was when the play was finished. He was like 40 yards back. And the other thing is they have one one ref who has to touch the ball. Like, (laughs) I'm being introduced to these new rules at at, at a... uh, at a rapid pace. I'm not saying the game was lost because of that. All I'm saying is it cost Dallas at least, well, just one more shot at the end zone at the 22. And I know in the press conferences, the Cowboys were moaning and groaning. You can't blame the officials. Uh, and they sort of did. Uh, McCarthy, the head coach, of the Cowboys, who had some very interesting play call decisions, said that he was told they would get one more snap. And they didn't. They just ran off the field. And that's where I am hitting my point again. In a league that is just so hell-bent on getting everything right down to the minutia. Just so casually says the game is over after a ref couldn't keep his feet. Taps the ball a couple times and prevents Dallas from getting at least one more snap. And that was it. That was all she wrote. So the Cowboys lose. Embarrassing fashion. They were favored by three and a half at Bed Rivers. Total comes under. I believe it closed at like 50 and a hook. Way under the total. 23-17 the final as Dallas is bounced out. And you probably have to fire Mike McCarthy now. You do. We've chatted about this before. It's, it's, a, it's a job you got to win. And getting bounced out in the first round yet again. You had your two years. It's time to move on. 
it's time to move on to somebody else. Uh, and I think that's probably what will happen with Jerry Jones, the owner. He'll say, you know what? We didn't win. We got to go to somebody else who can put us in a spot to win. And uh, they clearly slept walk through the first half, had to turn it on when they uh, were in, in desperation mode and not enough. And they had to rely on a stooge umpire to ruin their day at the end. <laughs> Again, I don't care. I have no sympathy. I did take Dallas plus a three and a half. It wouldn't have mattered either way if they uh, had gotten the snap off or not. Because if they score a touchdown, they win by one, I still lose. Just an observation in terms of a fan of football. Uh, so that was a loser for me. I did get the weekend started off right with Cincinnati. He took them at uh, minus six at Bed Rivers. That was a good victory. Joe Burrow is fantastic. Look out for the Bengals because this guy is lethal. He's got that uh, he's got that it factor, as they say, right? <clears throat> but you notice all the teams that dominated, all the teams that dominated this past weekend, superior quarterback play, and that's why here in D.C. we go, uh, hello, hello, Ron Rivera, hello, Martin Mayhew, hello, Marty Herney, the the brass of the Washington football team, soon to be Washington Hogs. I, I, I'm just being funny that's where you got to go joe burrow fantastic second year was awesome patrick mahomes as usual in the dominating victory over the steelers and uh josh allen dominating in the victory over the new england patriots it's not rocket science it's not rocket science you find yourself a legit quarterback and things can change in a heartbeat Two years ago, Cincinnati laughingstock. Before Josh Allen was there, Bills were meddling 500 team. Couldn't figure out what to do. Kansas City did have Alex Smith, but Patrick Mahomes stepping in and, and just taking it to that next level. So it's pretty obvious stuff. If you're a franchise like Washington and you look at what happened in the wild card uh, play, the teams with the dominating quarterback advanced. Not rocket science, like I said. Not hard to figure out. And Burrow was great in that victory over the Raiders. Yeah, there was some controversy in that one too, right? With the ref blowing the whistle when Burrow was clearly in bounds. Not sure if it really affected the play, but according to the rules, again, according to the rules, that play should have been replayed. So this league, again, that is so hell-bent on getting things right, got it completely wrong. And I guess in the post uh Post-game media, the ref said, oh, well, the whistle was blown after the catch was made. So they're lying again. Instead of just saying, hey, we blew it, we should have replayed it. Sorry, that was our mistake. No, 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 no. The whistle was blown after the catch, and that was wrong. That's why sports is so great and so uh, frustrating at the same time because, you know, me, I hate replay. I like just errors. If it happens, it happens. Just move on. But now there's that second and third and fourth guessing with these sort of plays. But here nor there, Cincinnati deserved to win. They advance. And then in the nightcap on Saturday, the Bills just were unbelievable. I'm not saying the Patriots were horrific. I'm not sure if they were prepared. Uh, it's probably a lot to do with how Buffalo was just so dominating. And the Patriots had no shot with a rookie quarterback. Had no shot. So they cover the spread easily. 
They dominated. And it was really fun to see uh, the Patriots go out with a whimper. <laughs> oh, it's so sad to see the Patriots and all their success over the years. And then Bill Belichick, uh, yeah, just couldn't get it done. So that was a big victory for the uh, Buffalo Bills, who now face off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Bengals advance to face the Titans. And, of course, the uh, Bucks move on, and they got to wait and see about the winners of uh, tonight's game, Cardinals and the Rams. We will get into that game in, in just a few minutes as we break down things here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. So to wrap up how my weekend went, I was a documented two and three against the spread. Cincinnati and the Chiefs came through for me. Cincinnati was uh, was great, and so were the Chiefs dominating. Even though they went down seven zip, you just sort of knew that Steelers had nothing offensively, and uh, they move on. Uh, so just a quick look at what to expect next weekend. Uh, the early lines are out at Bed River Sportsbook. So the Bengals are three and a half point dogs at Tennessee, the top seed in the AFC. Uh, the Chiefs, whew, this is a heavyweight battle. The Chiefs are minus two and a half hosting the Buffalo Bills next weekend. The Packers are minus five and a half hosting San Francisco. And that'll be on uh, Saturday night. So we have uh, so far on Saturday, Bengals and the Titans and the Niners and the Packers. And the Bills and the Chiefs are on Sunday. And I assume the winner of the Rams Cardinals game and the Bucks will also be on a Sunday, too. So you got two games on Saturday, two games on Sunday. Boy, it should be a doozy. But I, I, I do hope your weekend went well, either if you faded me or not. Documented two and three. Uh, you know when you make a play and you say, okay, we're riding the hot hand because Cincinnati came through for me and then you got the Patriots and Bills. And all week you've been feeling the Patriots. Line closed it, I think, Pats plus five. Oof. Should have known. Should have known. But I still made the call for the Patriots and that was a tough one still took the Eagles tough one road dogs <laughs> in the playoffs with quarterbacks who have not done much recipe for disaster Mac Jones and eh. Jalen Hurts and eh. uh, was my other loss Oh, well, I took Dak Prescott at home. So that was, yeah, that was that's an outlier. But you see the theme here. And that's, I think, what we're going to focus on as we get farther into the postseason. But now the, the, the room for error is a lot smaller because now these elite quarterbacks have advanced. And now they are facing against each other. So that's something that we will get into as we uh, get closer and closer to these weekend playoff games. In the NFL. DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Coming up, we're going to look at two nights game. We're going to try. We're not chasing. We're not chasing, but we're trying to get back uh, some of the uh, losses that I had over the weekend. And maybe you can help me out here. 
We'll take a look at the Rams and the uh, Cardinals and that matchup next on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Frank Hanran from Visa. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers. I'm your host, Frank Hanran from VEASAN. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate the support. You can follow along at J. Frank Hanran on Twitter, where I think I probably got the most engage the most engaged tweet of mine of all time on uh saturday during the Bengals and the uh raiders game i believe it was a total of like a hundred and eighty thousand people looked at one tweet of mine now i didn't pick up any new followers <laughs> thanks uh but i did see a huge uh reaction to a tweet that i had about uh mike tarico the play-by-play man for uh nbc and his sort of lack of ability to really dive into what the former Raiders coach John Gruden did. He would only refer to it as, oh, the Raiders went through a lot this year. You know the term, well, we don't have to talk about it. You know what they went through. Well, you know, for some folks that are just tuning in for the first time, no, they don't know what John Gruden did in terms of those emails and all those misogynistic and homophobic uh, rants on his email that cost him his job as the head coach of the Raiders. There was no mention of that, and it's because uh, Gruden used to work with Tarico in the booth many years ago. And it was just sort of a flat-out slap to folks that are in this business and to fans that even though you are friends with somebody, the truth hurts and you got to say it. And he didn't say it. And it just was this consistent, oh, the Raiders have been through so much, but we're not exactly going to tell you because you already know. And my point was, no, sometimes people don't know. And uh, as a guy who's done play-by-play before and who has relationships with people who have done some dumb things, you just got to say what's what happened. And Tariko failed to do that. He could go, he could wax poetic about the backup quarterback and the triumph and and the road to recovery for all these players, but he can't exactly say what John Gruden did. It was just the turmoil, the adversity, and he never got into it, and that's because of personal relationships. And maybe if he said that, we'd respect it, but he didn't say that. So that one tweet I said uh, something to the fact of Gruden, or excuse me, Tariko is terrified to say exactly what Gruden did during the broadcast. And I think because of the engagement and the people that saw that, uh, not that they agreed, but they also recognized that he wasn't saying anything about the situation. So that is something that um, caught my eye, and I think it caught a lot of people's eye. And another thing, and I don't want to get into a, a tangent about broadcasting and, and uh, so much, but I will say this really fast. The Dallas Cowboys game with... San Francisco, one by San Francisco, covered that line. Tony Romo was the color analyst for that game. 
and he's just fresh out of the Cowboys stall. Like he was there, what, five, six years ago? And the way that he was sounding on the broadcast was completely in terms of uh, being one-sided, he was. It was almost like a fan doing a game, hoping and just praying and rooting for the Cowboys to get one more shot. And so I tweeted out, and I didn't get that much response on that, but I think that realistically, any former player of any said team should not do the games. And it's not just Tony Romo. It should be Troy Aikman. It should be Jay Billis in college basketball should not do Duke games. It should be Kirk Herbstreet not doing Ohio State games. Even though they may cloak the bias, there's always that thought as a fan or as a consumer that, hey, maybe this guy is leaning a little bit towards that team. Or just it just erases the whole idea that they could be uh, leaning and rooting secretly for their alma mater or their former team. That's just a thought. But Romo was outrageously one-sided in terms of his want for a certain team to be successful. And that was his old team, the Dallas Cowboys. So I don't know if you felt that, but I did. And I thought it was uh, a little strange. No, it was a lot strange. And I've always had that feeling of, it just doesn't feel right when you have a former player fresh off of the, wearing those those colors now in the booth trying to be subjective. It just doesn't work. Even though he's trying to tell himself, hey, I got to be down the middle on this 50-50 shot. Nah, it just doesn't it just doesn't work. It doesn't it doesn't happen that way. But maybe they want that. I don't know. Maybe they or maybe he should say it before he makes statements. Hey, look, I used to play for Dallas. It's hard for me to it's hard for me not to sort of pull for them when clearly he is. So that was just a thought on that. Um, so the the weekend was great, very entertaining, lots to discuss, but you know what? There's more. There is more football tonight. And I want to dive into this as I check out betrivers.com. Download that app right now. Let's have some fun. Let's make tonight a little entertaining. The Rams right now down to three and a half over the Cardinals. Rams are minus 180 on the money line. Arizona is plus 157. Uh, What are you doing in this spot? Who is the better quarterback in this spot? Is it Matt Stafford, I believe, has never won a playoff game? Kyler Murray, who is scat back quarterback, can move can make the defenses uh, stay honest. Stafford's a classic pocket passer. Who's got the advantage in this one? Rams have got some big-time names on the defense and the offensive side of things. They were the early-line favorite to win the uh, Super Bowl like months ago. Packers, by the way, still favorite to win it all at plus 350, in case you're wondering, at BetRivers.com. Chiefs second at plus 400. Not to get off tonight's game, but boy, the Chiefs, when they want to turn it on, they are scary good. Bills plus 500, Bucks at plus 550. It's wide open. It's great parity. It really is. There is no clear-cut favorite in this. Every team that won in the first round looked awfully good. But now, like I said, space is getting tighter. And we'll see who's going to take that game to the next level. But we start... 
with this evening's Rams and Cardinals game. Now, this past uh, Friday, I gave out the Cardinals at plus four and a half. So it was at four and a half. I'm not going to I'm not going to shy away. I'm not going to use my recent uh, lack of success as any reason not to continue to stick with the Arizona Cardinals getting the three and a half totally. A small number on the road. I think the Rams should probably be at six or seven. Doesn't make much sense. The Cardinals are only plus three and a half. They have looked dreadful for the most part in the last uh, half of the NFL season. Um, As I click on the link, uh, tips in terms of this game. And there it is. And I think we chatted about this on Friday. The Cardinals have won each of their last six games as underdogs. And that's where they sit right now at plus three and a half at Bet Rivers. So I'm going with Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. Not that they're going to win, but I'm taking the points, low total, low number rather, at plus three and a half at the Los Angeles Rams tonight at 8.15 on ESPN. Is it ESPN? I think it's ESPN. <laughs> Make sure that's ESPN. Yes, on ESPN, 8.15 kick. And again, I'm not touching the total. It's at 49 and a half. Uh, that's about right. Could go either way, but I'm going to stay pat. And I'll go with the Cardinals at 11 and 6. Rams are 12 and 5. Remember, Arizona got off to such a great start. And they sort of just backpedaled into the postseason. And that's why I'm taking them, because they haven't looked that good. It <laughs> doesn't make much sense. Like I said, Rams should be six or seven point favorites. Uh, but we'll find out tonight uh, at 8.15 is the final game of the uh, Super Wildcard Weekend. How would you feel about all these games uh, in a, a game on a Monday night? I'm, I'm sure, you know, the books love it. Another uh, Another game. Because a lot of folks probably are chasing like yours truly. But we're not chasing. We're not going to go crazy. We're going to stay medium. <laughs> so difficult. As you know, it's very hard. It's very hard to pick the right side. I did I did notice that Georgetown lost again yesterday by 20 at St. John's. I think this, the line opened up at uh, St. John's minus 8. And by tip, it was minus 12. And no matter what the number is, like we said, always bet against Georgetown. I learned my lesson. I learned my lesson, always bet against Georgetown. <laughs> They're so bad. I feel bad for them because they should be better. Uh, a lot of a lot of these teams should be better. A lot of these teams should be better. All right, when we come back here on the D.C. CityCast, we'll wrap some things up. I, I do want to get quickly into the Wizards. Uh, they had an embarrassing loss against the Portland Trailblazers on uh, Saturday. We'll dive into that, and we'll put a bow on this uh, D.C. CityCast on a Monday. I'm your host, Frank Hanrahan from Vison. Bet Rivers Sportsbook wants you to experience rush pay. When you want to cash out your winnings, you don't want to wait two days just to get the go-ahead to withdraw your money. That's why Bet Rivers created Rush Pay. With Rush Pay, 80% of withdrawal requests are approved instantly, meaning you'll get your money faster. Why wait? Get your cash when you want it. Bet with a winner. Bet with Bet Rivers Sportsbook at BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers iOS app. Presented by Rivers Casino Portsmouth. Must be 21. Play in Virginia only. Gambling problem? Call one 888 DC CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook rolls on. I'm your host, Frank Hanran. If you listen to the DC CityCast on Spotify, you can now leave us a rating. We appreciate all of your support, and that is uh, really um, 
accurate. We do appreciate you following us, giving us reviews. Uh, let's keep the momentum going. This is a fantastic uh, venture. We keep it hyper local, and it's uh, throughout the country. DC City Cast, we got the uh, Denver City Cast, Philadelphia City Cast, LA City Cast, Chicago City Cast, you name it, we got you covered across all of the platforms. All of the uh, content is here for you. And again, we appreciate your support. I'm your host, Frank Handran from VEASAN. Monday, uh, the snow has fallen, but we don't have school today. So as a father of three, uh, that is. Uh, a uh, worry that I don't have to have today about where are my kids going to go because I knew they'd be home for Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And uh, so I can wipe my brow and not worry about uh, figuring things out on a snow day where there is a national holiday. So, yes. Wizards. They got the uh, Philadelphia 76ers this afternoon at uh, Capital One Arena. Wizards, uh, a head-scratching unit, head-scratching ball club. I don't know if they like each other. Uh, noticing that, watching them play. You got veterans who are harping at each other, had that fist fight a couple games ago, but everybody said it was okay. Um, they look like a team going through the motions. And we, we talked about this, I think, last week. And I'm not exactly sure their identity. I've said that before. They lost to the Portland Trailblazers for the love of God on Saturday. If you have any pride in what you do, and I know Wes Unsell Jr. wasn't there because of COVID. I know they didn't have Bradley Beal because of COVID. We'll see if he can play today against the uh, Sixers because right now at Bed River Sportsbook, it is the Sixers minus four and a half at Washington. That's a big number for a road favorite when two teams are pretty much even to a degree. I know the Sixers have Joel Embiid, but um, no Wizards are over 500. But when you lose to a team like the Portland Trailblazers, you got to do a reset and you got to figure out what you're trying to do. Do you know that Blazers were two and 14 away before they played the Wizards and they won? Wizards made a guy, uh, Anthony Simons, look like a superstar. Because they didn't have C.J. McCollum. They didn't have Chauncey Billups. They had only, I believe, two of their regular starters. And the Wizards ho-hummed it defensively and got scorched. They were down by as many as 18 to Portland. I will rant on and on about NBA teams when they've got 15 assistant coaches. You've got these high-paid players who are just looking like it's nothing out there. They're they're nonchalanting it consistently. And they did that against Portland. The Trailblazers arguably right now with Orlando, and I'm trying to think who else, without their best players, they're a G League team. And the Wizards just showed up and lost. They're 22-21 and now. And I I honestly am trying to figure out what is their daily approach like. Because when you lose to Portland, there's a lot missing in the way you approach a game. There should be zero arrogance when you have struggled for so long as a franchise. 
But yet we've gotten that for the last four or five years. The argument of, oh, we played down to our competition. Played down to our competition in the NBA where everybody's superior and elite. It doesn't matter who you're playing on any night in the NBA. Everybody knows that they're there for a reason. They're that talented. They're that good. But here's the other thing. This acceptance of, oh, it's oh it's an off night. Oh, yeah, it's... Uh, do you think they talk about that in Golden State? Do you think they talk about like that in L.A.? Where LeBron James tweets out, I apologize, we'll do better. There has to be this expectation. And there has to be an embarrassment that goes along with losing to the Blazers. And I don't feel that at all. It was like, ah, well, okay. Okay, well. And as I... As I'm talking to you right now, the Wizards acting head coach, Pat Delaney, who was filling in for Wes Unsell Jr., is now out because of COVID-19. So the Wizards are now down to their third coach. Joseph Blair will assume the head coaching duties against Philadelphia. This is where we are. And I challenge the Wizards to be better. I know I'm sure their 15 head coaches are doing that. But the way that they're playing right now is unacceptable. And they just won three straight against really lowly teams. So you should have made it four against Portland. They have the talent. But I don't know if they have the cohesiveness to do any sort of positive things on the court right now because you can't lose at Portland I'm sorry you just can't do it and we we had this conversation about uh who was it when they lost to a really bad team a couple weeks ago too it's almost like the exact same thing you just can't you just can't do it you just can't but it's accepted it's absolutely accepted and that's what drives me nuts So we'll see how they respond to the Philadelphia 76ers. They are getting four and a half points at Bet Rivers Sportsbook. You can download the Bet Rivers app. Go to betrivers.com. But this roller coaster ride for this team is, is something that just makes you scratch your head and say, well, why can't we just be on this one plane? Why can't the expectations be right here? Can the players set those expectations for themselves? And I don't think that that's been the case. And that's why they have been up and down all season long. So we'll see how they do against the Philadelphia 76ers uh, to this afternoon on Martin Luther King Jr. Day. All right, to put a bow on this DC City cast presented by Bed River Sportsbook, I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals. That is my official release tonight. Plus the three and a half at the Los Angeles Rams. Two and three over the weekend in my picks. So I won Cincinnati, won Kansas City. I lost Philadelphia, lost the Patriots, lost the Cowboys. So am I due for a win tonight? That's up to you. You can either ride or you can either fade. Let's have some fun tonight. I appreciate you checking us out here on the DC CityCast presented by Bet River Sportsbook. I'm your host, Frank Handran from VEASAN. Let's get some wins in tonight. See ya.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.